Hello there, this is Martin and welcome to Good Grief 100 Days, my little podcast, chit chat. Thank you for anyone that is listening and I know a couple of people are because I have bumped into a few people just lately and it's been very cool to um, get a little bit of positive feedback and um, I even liken it that uh, people are asking me about pastor addiction my favourite pasta place in Frio, Tiana and Dennis Simic run it and uh, do amazing homemade pasta dishes. So, um, yeah, very cool. Um, my book arrived a few days ago and it's called um, Mole Hills and Coffee Spills. It's available on Amazon and it's by a guy called Harvey Aspel. And it's a book of poems that I've been chatting about that influenced me and um, I guess was the, the, the motivation that got me writing my little uh, poems and stories ending in the word fuck. <laughs> so quite ironic. And um, it sort of gets back to my, uh, my, my, my conversation about the path of a thought, you know, where a, a, a seed gets planted and then eventually you come to a conclusion or uh, an outcome and in using that as an example you know when I when I heard that poem which was read by Peter Egan who I've since found out an awful lot about I mean the guy is active in so many amazing British um, shows and is currently most famous for being in the afterlife in the third series but um, after hearing that poem it encouraged me to, to write in a, a similar style and um, gosh I have found it to become a prolific habit uh, especially upon waking and um, I think you just have a clear slate maybe you've dreamt about stuff or the first thing that comes into your mind I just jot it down some of them are not appropriate to post out there but it's it's really nice to be able to connect those with drawings that really don't mean a lot and all of a sudden it all makes sense so I got the, the book and um, I was looking through it last night. There's actually 60 poems in there. Poems, stories, you call them whatever you like. I'd say it's poetry. It's beautiful the way it's written and it really is just grasped moments uh, through Harvey's day, I imagine, and he's just seen something and it's, he's put it into words. It's just really lovely. Sometimes just four lines or sometimes a whole page. Anyway, I thought it might knock up some drawings for each one of his poems and uh, send them across to him and see if he wants to do something with them. Who knows? Maybe he'll let me post them out. I don't want to rain on his parade, but uh, it was just something I thought of because there's a lot of blank page, which presents really well in the book, by the way. It's not in any way that it's a, a little book. Um, just wanted to touch on where I thought this um, podcast would go. Uh, initially it was a covering a bit of ground, you know, which is where good grief came from and it was picking up where the, the illustrations that I was posting out had left off. And they were a bit of a, a journey of grief, I suppose, from losing Buster and trying to um, express myself in images not all sad but just random thoughts sometimes but 
if I go back through them, you know, there's some really, I think, really good ones that that, that you can see the different stages that we are going through and influences around us at the time. But so the the initial series, I guess, was really just to give a bit of insight into that, touch on the creative things that were going on around uh, Buster's passing and his legacy, creating a legacy, I'd like to think, actually. Just be a good friend. And, um, I mean, in fact, in the next two weeks, we've got the Buster Vote Cup at um, Murdoch University Melbourne Football Club's grounds. So that'll be another competition with another team and uh, over I think there's four teams or five teams playing out for the cup pretty nice pretty sad but lovely we get to see those parents again that we haven't seen and the kids will be a little bit more grown up that'll be strange Um, but I digress so um, the other thing I was thinking of doing which I will do is to interview creative people about their journey which would be nice to uh, get insights into other people's lives and where they get their inspiration but I guess ultimately the people that I'll be talking to are just normal people like you and me and uh, you know not everybody has to be uh, a world beater or captain of industry I listen to a lot of podcasts where a lot of the uh, people that are get spoken to or interviewed are high performers and I'll just share some of the podcasts I listen to. So I listen to a Tim Ferriss show, 4 Hour Work Week, Tools of Titans, really incredible guy, interviews high performers and that was really the starting point for me uh, when I started to um, listen to podcasts. I started off with his book and then I thought there's got to be... an easier way to do this and when when I first started listening to podcasts I was really listening to things that I could just block out my own thoughts and just replace them with other things I might have mentioned that when when you're going through grief your your, um, uh, your brain doesn't work so well and it still isn't working too well <laughs> but I said your cognitive powers are affected greatly that's an understatement uh, and um, what are we now? 20 months, 21 months, 22 months down the line, and things are still not working properly. Um, yeah, just had to um, work out difficult processes in your mind. That's the easiest way to put it. Hard to have conversations sometimes, hard to interact hard to do the mundane and um, it's really strange but uh, as I'm listening to Tim Ferriss and I hear him get, interview somebody and then I hear someone that I like I mentioned Scott Adams who uh, was a cartoonist behind um, Dilbert so I started listening to him really interesting stuff and then Guy Raz which is another American top American interviewer on a show called NPR Wisdom from the Top and How I Built This 
about companies and how they get built, you know, startups, that sort of thing. There's another media group called Gimlet Media. Alex Bloomberg is the um, the guy behind that, and he's uh, starts uh, basically a, 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 a company that produces podcasts. Starts off with himself going out raising funds, and it takes you through his whole journey over eight series, and then he eventually sells it to Spotify for some ridiculous amount of money, 230 mil or something like that. Him and his partner, um, but they create a whole bunch of other shows. So there is another um, show in there called The Pitch, where people go in startups, go in and pitch their idea to angel investors. Uh, and then there's some other really good um, series in there, like Homecoming and Mother Hacker and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, then there's a few crime shows and things like that. I've, I've now started listening to Deborah Milmer, Design Matters, which I really love, and that's a creative-based podcast. She talks about creativity, and, and she basically interviews creatives. So it's about the creative process and, and just insight into the creative world, which I really like. Um, there's a Geordie podcast, which is um, I've just started to listen to, and that, uh, that's been kind of nice. Um, but I wanted to chat to ordinary people about their lives, doing interesting things you know like there's a lot of people out there that are just doing great stuff they're just turning up and so my 100 day challenge getting up every day doing something for 100 days which I'm probably going to just keep doing you know something every day I think that's really the plan uh, is to uh, yeah just encourage people that they've got a whole day to do stuff I mean a lot of people are doing things but hopefully this will encourage you to do bit more with your time maybe if you're not if you feel like you're procrastinating a little bit get off the couch um, I was talking to somebody about push-ups the other day this guy was telling me about his exercise routine you know he does uh, 200 push-ups in the morning when he walks around Kings Park and he does 200 squats well I don't want to do 200 push-ups in one hit but I put my kettle on in the morning and I can knock out 70 push-ups before it boils so all I've got to do is another 30 and I've knocked out 100. So I've made that a daily practice in the mornings, which is really easy. And that's, that's 100 push-ups a day that I wouldn't normally be doing. Um, and uh, I mean, that's just a small part of what I do from an exercise point of view, but it's pretty easy to, uh, even if you knock out 40, whatever, or do some squats while you're waiting for the kettle to boil, something like that. Um, my downtime is sitting down and doodling and I don't really have a plan I don't draw up uh, landscapes or well I do actually when I think about what comes out but I've just got some little images that I sort of work on and I like playing around with and shapes and things like that and and it's really therapeutic I suppose like getting one of those adult coloring books where you're coloring stuff but it's lovely to get to the end of it and you feel like you've not wasted your time, even if you're sitting there watching Netflix, you can still do it. And um, not reading as much, but I've now got this poetry book which I'll go through. Uh, but I know lots of people that have got really interesting lives, you know. Um, now, I've, 
just mentioned my friend Dillip from Dillip and the Dabs. I mean, he's just a guy who loves to play music. The guy's got 11 albums out. I think he might be working on his 12th at the moment. He's prolific. He pulls musicians together. The other night we were playing down at the Market Bar and it was his birthday actually and uh, they had the venue booked for an hour to um, run a bit of a, a showcase and there was a bunch of musos and we just continually got up and rotated around with the main core of the band and played and I thought what a great concept for a, an evening um, where we take the venue for the whole night and the band just keeps changing um, and they were all really good musos by the way so uh, I really want to give the market bar a big push because what they're doing for for um, local musicians is, is really admirable uh, there are other open mic nights around and sometimes they're not so great but this uh, venue and the, the, the quality of the musicians is really good that, that are playing here great spot too I might have mentioned that the venue was uh, been built around the old Freeman and Markets uh, market bar. They took all the fixtures and fittings out of there and put it into this um, this venue, which is opposite Luna Fremantle. Um, Caroline uh, Dillip's wife is an artist and beautiful lady, and I was sitting there chatting with her, and I watched her art get posted on. Instagram and Facebook and I've been to her house and and seen what she does and like she's just a machine and she knocks out all these different styles of of art. I remember seeing some poster a year or so ago when they were out on holiday over in Europe and just her doodles which were far from doodles they were fantastic just capturing people's faces or groups of people standing around and how much life she put into them um, she then introduced me to a whole bunch of other creative people that were um, at the uh, birthday gig as well, which was really nice. So, gosh, you know, at my fingertips, I've got access to all these people. I've just got to make a point of it. I've told them they've all got to get in the van and chitty chat with me because it all works in here. I am actually today in the Volkswagen Transporter, my studio, so uh, it's kind of cool. And um, I'm on my way to uh, grab a surf at Falcon. Hopefully there's some swell today. What time is it? It's quarter past five in the morning. Been up since four. So my routine this morning was I woke, when I woke up. My boy's picture is at the end of my bed. It's a big, big picture. And I just had loads of thoughts flooding in about him, which I do most days, by the way. But just prompted me to pick up a pad and just start writing and um, put down a little poem or a story about him, our day, you know, so I've ticked that off already, it was really lovely to just channel that and get it out and um, I'm now going to catch some waves, so the sun hasn't even come up yet, although to the left of me there is a little bit of light popping up. There are a few cars going down the freeway, the early guys, but um, hopefully there won't be too many people surfing. There's usually a nice little crew on a Friday. Most guys don't work with their FIFO. I get to hang with. If there's any waves, you're always surfing in a little group. 
and you get to have a chat, which is nice. So that's my morning. Tonight we're at the Market Bar with King Fez and New York Slim. Ashley, probably got washboard Pete there. And we're going to do some jump drive blues later on. I've got a dinner party beforehand, but that's going to be a really nice evening. And, um, and then there's the weekend. Probably do a bit more surfing, I guess. And um, I'm going to say goodbye now. Have a great morning. Have a great day. Hope you enjoying this. We are on Spotify now. So all you've got to do is go into Spotify, type in Good Grief by Martin 100 Days. It'll come up. If you want to follow it, please press follow and then you can get in touch. Anytime you feel like you're having a coffee and you want someone to talk to or listen to. And if you've got a business, hit me up on Facebook, send me a message and I'll talk about your business. But just do it. It fills in some time as well. Plus, if you're a friend of mine, I want you to get all the work you can. And if I can help, love to. Alright, the music at the back of this show is by Dr. Cuz. The trumpet is me, and the song is spot on. Spot on. No, it's not. <laughs> it's locked up. Uh, Cuz did do a song called um, Spot On. Great song. You should check it out on Spotify as well. Alright, enjoy your day. <laughs>